You're listening to The Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Welcome to another episode of The Gospel Project for Kids Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany and joined by my co-host Landry. And during this session, or during this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about Unit 3, Session 1, entitled, God Made a Covenant with Abraham. And that is found in Genesis 12 through 20. Now, before we talk more in detail about the big idea of this session, we're starting a new unit. So we're starting Unit 3. And so I want to make sure that we spend some time in our big picture question and answer, and then also our key passage. And so with this unit, it's called God's Rescue Plan, and it's going to be six sessions. And so Landry, will you share with our listeners about our big picture question and answer for our younger kids, older preschool, and then kids? Uh, Yes. So for younger preschool, the big picture question and answer is this, who makes everything happen? The answer is God makes everything happen. Now, I want to pause there just for a minute, Delany. Um, we try to word these in, using concepts and words that preschoolers can understand. And so it's more probably understandable at their level to say God makes everything happen. We know because we have a fuller understanding of God's word that God allows everything and he controls everything but it's just it, it it's a concept that preschoolers can build on so when we say who makes everything happen and the answer is God makes everything happen it really is pointing to the fact that God is sovereign he's in control of everything uh, older preschool question is who is in control of everything and the answer is very simple God is in control of everything. And then for our elementary kids, who is in control of everything? God is in control of everything in heaven and on earth. Nothing is outside of God's good plan. I want to just say a commentary right there is that this is a truth that I've been holding on to for the last several years. And I, the Lord has continued to remind me of this as, as the church and the world, our country, has been going through a very difficult season with a pandemic. I've had to remind myself that while a pandemic may be the result of a fallen world, that God is still in control. He's still all-powerful. He's still sovereign. He's still good even in the midst of difficult days. So I'm just so excited that this is our big picture question and answer for uh, these six sessions, Delany, because we get to reinforce that with kids, that God is in control. It's a great word, Landry. And like you said, we get to reinforce this for kids, but I think as leaders, we need that reinforcement as well, that we need to be reminded of these. And so... That's great explanation for our big picture question. And so for our key passage this unit, 
It is found in Psalm 135 verses 5 and 6. So I'm going to start with our kids part of what the passage is. And so theirs is going to be the two verses that I mentioned. And it is, I know that the Lord is great. Our Lord is greater than all gods. The Lord does whatever he pleases in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the depths. Now, as you can tell, that's a little longer. We'll have six sessions in this unit, and so that will give them more time to be able to learn a longer passage. So for our older preschool, they're going to focus on verse 6. Of, so it will be Psalm 135, verse 6. And so their verse is, The Lord does whatever he pleases in heaven and on earth, and in the seas and all the depths. And so with our babies and toddlers and younger preschool all having a phrase at, um, from, taken from that passage of verses 5 and 6, the babies and toddlers and younger preschoolers are going to focus on verse 5 of that passage. And so their phrase is, the Lord is great. And so as you can see, each age group will have part of that key passage for them to learn throughout the unit. And so now as we've talked about our key passage and our big picture question and answer, I want us to talk about the big idea of this session. So we continue to be in Genesis, even while we're starting the new unit, unit three. But this, the big idea for this session is to remember that God's plans are not limited by the kinds of concerns and plans that our plans would be. It's not limited, and God chose to use Abram, who was an elderly man with a barren wife. And when you look at his choice to use someone like that, it, it could be very surprising. And you wonder, why would God use Abram? But this is an example of how God is in control, and he often uses what maybe the world would say doesn't make sense, or maybe even foolish, or surprising, he uses someone or something to prove his sovereignty and his power. And so we're going to be able to see that in this session, how God used Abram um, in his life and his family. And so now we're going to transition to the part of our podcast where we talk about activities that may need a little extra prep time for them. And so I'll, I'll talk about our preschool or part of our preschool resources first. Um, Landry, believe it or not, there aren't any activities that I need to bring extra attention to for this episode. So I'm sure there will be some in, in the next few episodes where it's going to be, a, you know, maybe double the amount of kids' activities. But for this one, there are not any activities that I've felt that needed to have attention drawn to them. However, I do want to mention to our teachers that you will notice in your leader guides, as in the Bible story, we do have Abram, and then we talk about Abraham. Same person. In our activities, though, we were to provide consistency and clarity, especially with those preschoolers, since they are concrete thinkers, we used Abraham throughout the activity. So you will see Abraham rather than Abram 
in those preschool activities to help provide consistency and clarity for you as you teach the preschoolers. And so Landry, if you'll share with our listeners maybe some of those ideas or extra, extra the activities that may need a little extra attention. Sure. And so do I get extra time since you didn't need all of your time? Take all the time you need. I'm sure the <laughs> listeners would be happy to listen to it however long you want to go. You know, that goes back to the question I asked you a while ago. How many people actually finish a complete podcast? So, you know, that'd be a fun poll to do sometime, but that not would. today. Yes. But um, I'm sure all of ours listen to it completely all the way through. Two or three times, I'm sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh I'm glad you did talk about uh, the name Abram and, and Abraham. And that's really something we all need to keep in mind as we teach this to boys and girls. Um, now, for younger kids and the session starter two, moving blocks, uh, just make sure that the, the paper that you put on the floor is not overly slick on the floor. Uh, be aware of issues or injuries even that could take place if a kid jumps onto a piece of paper and it slips under uh, his feet. Now, one way you could work around that, um, and something that I like to do sometimes, is just using different colored tape to mark spots on the floor. Um, I would say if you're going to use tape, whether it's on carpet or on a hard surface, to be sure that you remove that tape at the end of the session so that you don't damage the floor. Uh, whoever cleans your floors will appreciate that. But you might want to use that instead of uh, paper that could slip from under children. On older kids, there's a session starter, again, uh, option two. And, and this one calls for preparing some star cutouts or drawing stars on sticky notes. I mean, I know sometimes you can uh, you can even at, the, at a teacher supply store or other... Uh, store you can sometimes find die cut stars um, if you don't want to cut out your own. Ideally, though, it'd be nice to have a few dozen stars to hide around the room in various colors and various sizes and various patterns. Um, they're also in option two, but in activity choices, not in the session starter, starter choices, but option two in the activity choices. You know, consider preparing a a simple family tree drawing as an example uh, for kids as they make their own. You don't want them all to, to look alike, but it gives them an idea of how to get started. You know, you might want to point out uh, the descendants of a grandparent or a great-grandparent and count them showing how a family grows. And we all know that uh, it's very important for kids to begin learning about uh genealogies in the Bible, these are not passages to skim over because we can't pronounce the names. These, this, Everything in the Bible is there for a purpose. And so this is a fun way to help kids understand that these genealogies uh, are very important and ultimately they point to Christ, to Jesus, uh, to God's redemptive plan, which really helps me think about, you know, what, what excites me about this session is that this is a story we're going to refer back to in other Old Testament stories 
as we continue to see God's redemptive plan, as we see how God works to keep his promises to Abraham, I mean, that is so core to the gospel. And so this is a, this is a, a, a story that is very central to the gospel. It's, it's pivotal to, to what we're going to be studying the rest of our time in the gospel project. Great, Landry, and I would just add something that I'm excited about when I think about how God used Abraham. You know, I talked about earlier, maybe that he was a surprising choice to some people, or some people may have thought that, and just what a great reminder is that God can use anyone that is willing to serve him and willing to obey him, and that he, um, that God can use me, he can use or he does, he uses each of us in that God can, it, it's all about God's sovereignty and his power and that he can use anyone. Also, just the way that, like you mentioned, that God kept his promise to Abraham. He kept his covenant and just how he blessed Abraham and his family. And so I'm really excited about that. And just, again, even we talked about in the beginning, the fact of this big picture question, what a great reminder, what a great, great fact, biblical truth for boys and girls to know and to understand and be reminded of as well. And so I want to thank you, Landry, for joining me today as we talked about this session and also thank our listeners for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's Leader Training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.